Like, have you ever seen people doing power walking out there? It's, yeah. Imagine that as an Olympic event. I have actually <clears throat> tried it. Do you know what's crazy? It's really hard. They do. How about that? I think they do like either a 10 mile or a 20 mile event in the Olympics. They're running, excuse me, they're walking at like a six minute mile pace. Jeez. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like you look at the times like at the end. watching something and you speed, look at, like fast forward. You look motion. at the times at the end. Let me see. Now, uh, I, I'm going to look right now. World record for speed walking. I'm telling you, folks, go go to YouTube and uh, watch some Olympic speed walking. You will be riveted. And there's rules. There's actually there's actually judges on the course. So if they see somebody not following the specific like cadence and technique, they they give them penalties. Dude, speed walking. This is world records for best performance men race walking. Race walking. That's what it's called. Race One mile, five minutes and thirty six seconds. I can't even run that. <laughs> I legit can't run that. Oh my gosh. Never. That's unbelievable. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We are discussing a study about walking yes i know it sounds riveting it sounds i know hopefully you guys are still (laughs) listening if you're still there trust me this is a big one this is really interesting and uh some new data uh walking i think we've talked about on the podcast before one of the most researched forms of exercise there is possibly the most researched form of exercise and there's even new more uh, pertinent data and we want to share it with you guys um but before we do that we want to thank you guys for tuning in this week last week and the previous weeks because we really see uh you guys out there uh via the download so we appreciate that and we know you guys are sharing the podcast with a friend yes and uh if you haven't done so or not maybe you don't know maybe this is your first week Listen to the podcast, uh, as this is not. You guys have heard the spiel before, but just stick with us. Uh, please give us the rating and review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Believe it or not, more ratings we get, more reviews we get, um, the more people actually uh, can find us when they're searching for a fitness podcast. Yes. So, you guys can help us spread the good word of fitness by not only sharing the podcast, but giving us those rating reviews. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, we uh, the, one of the ways that this po- uh, this podcast is possible is because of our sponsors and today's sponsor, the Amino Co. We're going to talk about it more shortly, uh, but you guys can head to aminoco.com slash ATF to learn more about the awesome products I have. But stay tuned. We'll give you some more details about that. So, yes. on to training recaps. I feel like all I've said so far is yes. Yes. Training recaps? Yes. There we go. See? <laughs> yeah. Did you train this week? More. I did. Oh, I thought you were going to say yes again. Anyway, oh, what would you do for your training? Um, I did some Peloton. I did a HIIT workout. I did some yoga. Mm-hmm. Not uh, anything super crazy this week. I sort of, as it got towards the end of the week, started to slow down on sort of what kind of energy levels I had. 
So started out with the week more on the the Peloton and hit side and ended the week more with some yoga. Mm. So slowed it down. Well, then I mean, guess to uh, reduce the intensity as you went through the week. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I said we didn't. We still had some movement, but just the intensity was dialed down a bit. Yes. Well, that's indeed. okay. That's okay. Sometimes you gotta listen to your bodies and do so. I feel like I. I did some of that this week. I listened to my body. I had, what did your body say? I had some good lifting days this week, even though I didn't make it to uh, the gym and the sauna. Good lifting days. Um, had some good. Uh, I had a great. I had uh, one one day. I actually went to two days of jujitsu. First day, I just went to the intro class and did a lot of technique and drilling. And then the second day was technique and drilling plus some live sparring, what we call rolling. Um, and that was really good and uh, beneficial. Um, I, uh, I, I learned some, I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit back into the level that I was when I stopped training jujitsu a few years ago. So well, that's good. I think, yeah, I think. I feel like that was fast yeah i think so like you know a lot of stuff i've gone through the whole intro program i think i'm pretty much all the way through back to the beginning i think every i think it's about every eight weeks no i started in june so i mean i'm probably about four weeks four months in or so so uh so yeah but i haven't tested yet so i think that's the next step is start to do the testing yeah um so I got to schedule that out because they always, the only time they have testing is inconvenient time. So I got to, but they do, uh, they, if you get in a buddy, yeah, match up with a buddy, you can, uh, schedule a private, uh, testing with one of the black belts. So that's probably something I'll have to do. <clears throat> but yesterday, um, after my intense jujitsu session or the day prior, I should say, yesterday I was feeling pretty sore. You know, and normally Friday I do, uh, 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 heavy upper body li- upper body lift, um, but I was like not feeling the best. My my neck and upper back was pretty sore, mm-hmm. so I decided to go after the legs instead. Um, so I did some. I did a nice uh, sled push and drag. So we have a big uh, metal sled. I don't know if you remember from your CrossFit days. I think they I call do. them the Prowler. Vividly, and we had one. We have one at the gym that we push on the turf. A lot more friction than out there on the blacktop. And I think I loaded up with, you know, a couple, several hundred pounds to push and drag. So, but yeah. I really need it. But before I did it, you know what I did? Went for, I did stretch, but I also warmed up by going for a 15-minute walk. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that kind of, that's what we call a segue in the business, folks, because we're going to segue right into our main topic of this week's podcast, and that is walking. Except, with a caveat, it's power walking. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna be like it's like prance walking, like power walking or speed walking. What's like the thing. what's the Olympic event? Oh, I don't know. I think it's called speed walking. Maybe okay. Maybe all right, guys. Forget I just said that. <laughs> we're gonna talk about walking, but not any type of walking. Speed walking. Anybody speed walking. watch the speed walking event in the Olympics? No, I oh didn't gosh. even know that it was is, a real thing. It is riveting. It is riveting. <laughs> it is like there is this certain rule that it's like this, uh, obviously an event, but there's rules to the walking that if you essentially, I don't know exactly, but 
you essentially can't like bend your knee a certain degree like towards your waist and like each step has to be rightly directly in front of the other kind of it's like very like if you ever see people doing power walking out there it's, yeah. imagine that as an olympic event i have actually <clears throat> tried it do you know what's crazy it's really hard they do How about that? i think they do like either a 10 mile or a 20 mile event in the olympics and they're running they're, excuse me they're walking at like a six minute mile pace jeez it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like you look at the times it's like at the end. Watching something and you look at like fast forward. You look motion. at the times at the end. Let me see now. Uh, I, I'm going to look right now. World record for speed walking. I'm telling you, folks, go go to YouTube and uh, watch some Olympic speed walking. You will be riveted. And there's rules. There's actually there's actually judges on the course. So if they see somebody not following the specific like cadence and technique, they co- they give them penalties. And if you get three penalties, you, you get disqualified. Jeez. Dude, speed walking. This is world records for best performance men race walking. Race walking. That's what it's called. One mile, five minutes and 36 seconds. I can't even run that. <laughs> I legit can't run that. Oh, my gosh. Never. That's unbelievable. That's insane. Oh, gosh. Get out of here. I agree. I did agree. Uh, with so many. I'm trying to just see 50 kilometers, three hours and 32 minutes. I don't know. I'm not going to do. I'm not. I think. I don't do math, we, folks. We, the last time we talked about this, we were on vacation. A 10K is six miles, three, 37 minutes. And like we were walking at a decent clip. They're doing and this like six we miles. were, our bodies were tired. Like they were screaming at us. And, and we, went, we went like two and a half miles. Yeah. I know. And it was like we were, you know, speed walking ish, not nothing like that. They did, they did, they did six miles and 37 minute mile. minutes. It was a little over a six-minute mile. Anywho, sorry, sorry. I just wanted to get that in. But <laughs> what we're talking about is walking at a brisker pace and the health benefits associated with it. So, we're not talking about race walking. No, we're not talking about race walking. Okay. Thank you. I forgot. Right, race walking is a proper terminology. Um, so there was a huge study that just got released in um, a huge uh, uh, journal called JAMA, which is the, uh, I think it's a journal of American medicine. Anyways, uh, so they, uh, they it, over in the UK, they had a study uh, that lasted for approximately, I think, seven, eight years. And they tracked over 78,000 people's uh, activity through their activity tracker, through their wearables. Technology. So like Apple Watch or Fitbit. And they were able to track the number of steps they took per day. And they discovered that basically kind of they many discoveries, but one of the benchmarks was if you hit 10,000 steps a day, that's like the, the milestone. It reduces all-cause mortality by 50%. Wow. So basically they said premature death through heart disease, certain types of cancer, dementia, there gets reduced by 10% every 2,000 steps you take, up to 10,000 steps. Wow. So it's not saying, like, obviously they say 10,000, that's kind of the, the, the best you can do. I mean, that's really, for what the research they found, not the best you can do, but it's, it's like kind of the, a real 
uh, How? high level mark where you reduce all calls m- premature death or all calls mortality by 50%. How much distance is that? I don't know. I know it varies based off of your right. size and everything, but like I feel like the only days that I've that I track 10,000 steps is when I go for like a miles like a mile plus walk or run or something. I got a feeling you walked 10,000 steps yesterday. Cuz at the zoo last night. We were at the zoo. I was funny cuz you know we were we were thinking about this. Obviously we were going to plan this was for our podcast this week. And I was looking um at my tracker yesterday and I think when I got home last night, I think I had 17,000 steps. Holy moly. I want to double check that. But yeah, so in addition to the steps, um, they, they, well, the pace of the steps was also what they discovered during this, in this study. They discovered that if people walk basically for, add 30 minutes of brisk walking or, and race walking maybe to their, their daily routine, they can reduce things like dementia, heart disease, uh, and other, uh, different forms of mortality by even greater uh, by even a you know a larger magnitude than just ten thousand steps, so they said in particular the fastest walkers had a thirty five percent lower risk of death, twenty five percent lower risk of developing heart disease or cancer, and a thirty percent lower risk of developing dementia than participants with a slower average pace. So they said that thirty minutes of brisk walking, and they classified brisk walking as eighty to one hundred steps per minute. Okay, that, seems, that mm-hmm. seems brisk. And they had better outcomes than the people that had, better health outcomes than the people that had uh, the same amount of steps at a slower pace. So I wonder, like, is that, like, the, a kind of pace where, like, you really do start getting well, I think, into, like, aero- aerobic well, what versus they, anaerobic? What they also say is that they say that it's different for everyone. So it's not just like my my brisk walking is going to be different for than somebody else's right. brisk walking. Um, so it's a it's really kind of person dependent, um, and I think they probably do it. They say eighty to hundred steps per minute. So that's probably their their general rule of thumb, but or their general you know suggestion as brisk walking. So just picking up your pace. But they also said it doesn't have to be thirty straight minutes. It could be 10 minutes here, three times a day, Chop five minutes. Yeah, it ha- it does not have to be in one straight interval. It can just be in uh, uh, 30 minutes over cumulative throughout the day. Got so it. it's a, I think this is really interesting. And what they talk about in here, like a lot of studies, is this is obviously observational. They, you know, they didn't do an experiment or anything like that. They didn't have a control group, an experimental group. Um, but this is pretty reliable. They believe this is, this data is more reliable than some of the previous like exercise journals because people have a trouble remembering what they did for activity or they misremember. Is that a word? Misremember? It is now. <laughs> he said it. It's yep. a word. So the actually the having this kind of more reliable data through the activity tracker, they feel I think they feel more confident sharing this information with some certainty. Yeah. Yeah. So and like I said, it's all in. It's all you know, uh, hypothetical. You know, they said based on the people they studied, 
based on their activity, on the number of steps. You know, they said they basically tracked them, tracked them for, I think it was about five to eight years, um, and discovered that people had more steps, that the those number of steps were actually were less likely to die of certain forms of death, or at least to, you know, succumb to certain forms of death. I mean, I feel like we've we've talked about on this podcast the benefits of walking just in general. And I think day to day we we tend to forget about the importance mm-hmm. of of going ahead and doing more than just walking to the car and walking to your office or you know getting outside and finding reasons that are going to get you outside and get you moving. That is activity for your day, mm-hmm. and it's one of those compounding activities. That if you get into a good habit, um, you know, taking 15 minute walks a couple times a day, that has the uh, possibility of being just as impactful as doing like a 15 or 20 minute hit workout or right. something. So that's, that's significant. And I think we forget that. I forget that. So adding a little bit of oomph, add a little pep to your step. Yep. Makes perfect sense. Makes me uh, really want to like get out and go for a walk tomorrow. Yeah, I mean I, that's the thing is it, it's so beneficial walking for so many things. Obviously, it's the studies, and I kind of let off the podcast about how it's. I believe it's the most research form of exercise there is. Um, but I mean, you're outside. Hopefully, you're in somewhere like nature, or you're getting exposed to sunlight. Um, you're getting exposed to the open air and things like that. So, so many benefits from walking. Um, so, uh, just looked at my step counter, 17,991 steps yesterday. I was under seven. So, oh yeah. You looked at yours. Yeah. But I think I was close to 10 when we went to the zoo. So we did think about, we did about 7,000 steps at the zoo. That must have been most of my walking. <laughs> I must have not walked very many steps the rest yeah. of the day. Maybe maybe I was maybe I was over twelve. Maybe it was like five thousand steps. Anywho, either but, way, yeah. we did it was we went to we went to a fun family event and we got we were outside. Uh-huh. We were walking around. We were there for two hours. Um, I mean, it's not like we were breaking a sweat at all. Yeah. But just be, we got out. We spent two hours wandering around, and yeah, we got we got some steps in. Now, if we wanted to really up the ante, according to this research, we would have just you know needed to sort of more briskly walked through right. the crowds and mm-hmm. uh, probably got on the dance floor for a little bit. That's so, true. Ella did. Are you a when you are walking? Are you a slow walker or a fast walker? When I'm by myself, fast. Really? Yeah. Who's a faster walker, you or me? Um, I don't know the last time where you and I were out for like a leisurely stroll. But my mom was a super fast walker, and I had to keep up with her, and I picked it up. Uh, I think I feel like I'm a fast walker, too. I think I've gotten slower because I've had to slow down for Ella yeah. over the recent years. Right. But I used to be super fast. Like I it was like wasted time 
if I was walking slow. And your footwear sometimes slows you down, I would say. I, I will agree with that. Yeah. I do not always have proper footwear. <laughs> well, you, you have footwear you like. It's just it's not the best walking yes. footwear. <laughs> I'm not always in, mm-hmm. you know, running sneakers or walking shoes. So platforms and heels, not as conducive. So I think that to summarize this episode's main topic, walking is great. Add a little speed walking to your, uh, your, your daily walks. Uh, literally, walking can save your life. That's what this, this, what this article is about. Yeah. And it can reduce your chances of early death. Just by walking and maybe put a little hitch in your get up every so often. Yeah, just a little, little zip in there. You know, don't don't feel if you haven't even started walking, then you know, just getting outside that's going to be a great start. Mm-hmm. But if you are walking, and particularly, I feel like this happens to a lot of people. They they see results. They see themselves like feeling better, but then like your body adjusts and plateaus. If you've reached that point and you're like, well, my walks used to do this for me, but now they don't, this is a new way. Just right. add a little extra speed in there. That's right. And if you need a little help, something to give you a little bit of oomph to fuel you during your walk, you guys should check out what our, the week, this week's sponsor has to offer. If you tune into the Addicted to Fitness podcast on a regular basis, you know we do a training recap on every episode. Shannon and I share what we did for our exercise and fitness during the week. So you hear that we are doing a ton of exercise. Um, And recently, I've been trying to up my game, try to increase the intensity of that exercise. And being 38, going on 39, it's been hard, I'll be honest. But it's gotten a little bit easier over the last month or so because I've been using the the Perform product from the Amino Company. The Perform product increases peak strength and endurance levels during exercise. It's three times more effective on the gram for gram basis than any other protein source. It improves cognitive function, focus, and concentration decreases recovery time by quickly rebuilding muscle tissue, and it happens to be keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So anybody, depending, regardless, I should say, of your diet requirements, can try this product. Guys, I've honestly been using this product for the last month or so, and I can tell you with uh, the utmost sincerity that my intensity and my ability to progress during my workouts has improved, okay? So head to aminoco.com, check out their products, and bonus for you listeners, you get 30% off by using the code ATF at checkout. Better yet, go to aminoco.com slash ATF, read more about their uh, their scientifically backed benefits. You can see pictures of yours truly, uh, and also read the testimonial that I read uh, that my honest testimonial about how I feel about these products. So once again, visit aminoco.com slash ATF. And if you want to buy any of the products, use the code ATF at checkout. All right. So uh, it's so funny. Uh, to one more top, one more little point about the walking. Yeah. When I think about power walking, I think about mall walkers. Oh my gosh. I think of like tracksuits. <laughs> Dude, my mom, my, gran- my grandma and, and grandpa, when my grandpa was still alive, they used to go to the mall 
that mall would open early just for mall walkers. Well, do you Did remember? You know that? Yeah. <laughs> do a lot of malls do that? Yeah, I think oh, they okay. do, especially like up north. Yeah, that's what where... my name Marilyn, that was when my, my grandparents, they did it. Yeah, because like you can't go walking in the winter. Right. Especially when you're older. Yeah. Because the, it's too harsh on right. your lungs. Literally, it was like only old people were allowed to go walk. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, that was that was totally a thing. Remember when we went, like, I literally think it could have been the last time we went to the mall. I think Ella was like, this was, this was during the pandemic. So okay. she was, she, I think she was maybe like three. Mm-hmm. And... You know, because it was the pandemic, everyone's wearing masks and stuff, and people were in the mall just walking. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I was like, wow, I don't think I've really ever, like, seen this as, like, I mean, that's what they were doing. They were there in, like, their tracksuits, and they were walking, and we were there to play, like, in the little kids' play area. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember that? Yep. I do now. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I feel like I'm seeing animals in the wild, you know, seeing the mall walkers. It was funny. You can Google mall walkers, and it comes up. I think it's either Wikipedia or Urban Dictionary has it all about mall walking. It was funny. All right, that was just, I thought that was an interesting little uh, tidbit. The people know what they're doing. Those mall walkers know what they're doing, guys. They have been on to it, man. That's right. Don't uh, don't be... uh, uh, disparaging them or looking down on them they know what's going on with their health so you don't fight it join them is what i'm trying to say all right so uh we've got a little part of the podcast that we like to call what's got us pumped and we're going to go into it right now um your hand is very close to my face you got to lead the you started with training recap so i wanted to start with what's got me pumped okay in this section of the podcast called What's got us pumped? Okay. All right. What I'm pumped for? Uh, Three pumps. Yes. Uh, is that this past week I had five intros with new potential clients. Wow. That's probably the most I've ever had in one week. Um, and I've also signed up in the last couple of weeks the mo- uh, several new online training clients. Yee-hoo. So it's been very uh, uh, good for new clients. Uh and even better, the, the, the clientele for the online training is starting to grow. So I didn't mention it earlier specifically because I knew I was going to talk about it in the training recap. Uh, not training recap. The, the what's got me pumped. And uh, you guys, if you're interested in becoming a personal training client of myself, um, you guys can uh, send us a DM at the ATF podcast. I'll reach out to you. We'll strike up a conversation about your fitness goals, equipment access, previous health conditions, or current health conditions, and I can create you a customized workout plan and deliver it to you through the Tampa Strength app. So, yes, there are some spots available. If uh, that is something that you sound interested in, do you need some? If you need some guidance in regards to uh, creating a workout plan, just reach out to us once again at the ATF Podcast. So that's what I'm pumped about. New well, that's, clients. That's pretty darn exciting. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? What are you pumped for? So I am really pumped because a product that I use that I have seen tremendous results in for the first time, I think, oh, God, 
there, I don't know if people are following women's health this past week, but there's been a lot more um, information coming out about how all the health studies, like 90%, 90-something percent of the health studies have completely left women out of the studies, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Women were not included in a lot of health studies over the course of history because women are too complicated. Like mm-hmm. they have they have periods, they have menstrual cycles and hormones that don't follow the same schedule as men's, which is absolutely true. Men have 24-hour cycles. Women have 28-day cycles, give or take. Um, completely understand that women are more complex, but we've been completely overlooked. And it's so nice when I hear studies focused on women come out, particularly from brands I love. And this, I've been seeing it everywhere about people being surprised by this, this truth that women have not been included in all these health studies. Mm-hmm. It's like, where, where have we all been? Um, the company Elix, which is the Chinese herbal tincture that I take, I take a hormone balancing tincture. I've been taking it for going on seven months, which sounds like a long time for, I'm sure just hearing that, but I only take it one week out of the month. And I take it twice a day for like a week. Um, It is, I mean, also because this is for Chinese herbs, which is just fantastic that this is available. But they actually had a study. They were were included in a study. Um, Chinese herbs were included in a study. And it was clinically found... It was proven to treat the root cause of menstrual symptoms. Mm. So for, I think the study's report says 93% of users reported reduction in the following symptoms after three months. So this is using the same tincture that I use, like the cycle balance. It said that um, they found in general that they had easier cycles within three to four cycles and it helped from it helped reduce the suffering from cramps, heavy bleeding, breast tenderness, acne, low libido, nausea, stress, PMS, stomach pains, constipation, diarrhea, and more. Plus, it shows that for people who have like underlying health conditions, PMDD, PCOS, fibroids, endometriosis. The research showed that these herbal blends actually help alleviate your symptoms as well, mm. even though it might take longer. And I'm here to tell you, I took this product combined with acupuncture. I will also say, not that I cheated, but I used the full system. <laughs> I went herbs and acupuncture. After one month of that, with that combination, I saw a difference. Mm -hmm. After three months of it, I saw a change. Not just a difference. I saw a change. 
And where I am today versus where I was seven months ago, I can live my life and I don't lose time like I did eight months ago. Yeah. I lost days, I felt like, out of my life and like multiple nights of sleep. Now I have like, you know, one night of disrupted sleep usually, um, maybe one bad night, and I'm able to make it through the days. It's not like I feel like I'm, you know, just lock me in a in the bathroom for at least two days. Mm-hmm. And the fact there's clinical research now that says and shows this is so, it makes me so happy. Like, yeah. pumped feels like a little bit of an understatement. Hey, there you go. So. Yeah, pumped. I mean, that's a general term. You it's, can go more yeah. superlative if you like. Yeah, I just upped, I just re-upped my six-month um, supply, supply uh-huh. and I was so happy to see that box arrive in the mail because I was like, oh, my friend. Like, <laughs> it just feels like somebody that's helped you through. A really tough time yeah well good thing good things to be pumped about yeah uh you guys can be pumped with us uh if you are pumped i made up for it see about it. just said pumped about seven times thank uh, you if you are pumped Thanks. let us know about it by leaving the rating review for us um also share the podcast with a friend reach out to us if you're looking for a customized workout plan because you can follow us on the atf podcast and visit the amino com excuse me aminoco.com slash atf for to check out their products and get the atf dick discount got anything else for them tonight nope this has been another edition of the addicted fitness podcast and we'll check you next time bye for all things addicted to fitness you can check out our website addicted to fitness podcast.com you can also give us a follow on twitter at the ATF podcast and like and follow the addicted to fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.